From the heartland of America, focused on God, family, and country, the mouthpiece of the Midwest, this is Dale Carter's America. Back with you again on Dale Carter's America. Uh, Kurt Wheeler is with me as well um, as we update a story that we had for you last week on the podcast. And unfortunately, it had a sad ending. Last week when we were talking to you, uh, Officer Jonah Oswald was fighting for his life. He got into a shootout over the weekend, the, the last weekend, uh, with a pair who were here from Tennessee to basically steal cars. Um, and we said on the podcast that he was fighting for his life. We found out later in the day uh, that he had, in fact, died. Um, as we are recording the podcast today. He is being laid to rest. And now we start to think about his family. Officer Jonah Oswald was only 29 years old. And that hits me, Kurt, really close to home because my youngest son is 29. Mm. So just thinking about that. And this young man was married, had two very young children. And so now we think about how we take care of them which we should. Um, and there is a fund set up uh, that you can link to on the fairwaykansas.org website. You've got it uh, pulled up here as well. Um, yeah, you, it's kind of hard to see on the screen, but it's linktree slash fairwaypolice. There's a PayPal link, a Venmo link, uh, a link for an event that you can donate in person, memorial tea, uh, donation receipt request. So there's a few different links on there. Yeah. Uh, if you just look up uh, Officer Oswald, and uh, you know you you can find it on your own too. Yeah, um, I, I donated to this, and I encourage you to donate as well if you can. Um, you know, I grew up in a cop household, so I know what the dangers. I knew what the dangers were with my stepfather going out, and I know what the dangers are that our cops face every day. In fact, today I'm wearing a T-shirt from Project Remember. That was a project that Officer Keegan Hughes did in uh, Blue Springs, where he ran across the state of Missouri and back. Uh, back in the day, um, just to remember and honor those officers who had lost their lives in the line of duty. Uh, so it's a big deal to us. And if you can contribute to the Officer Jonah Oswald Fund, we ask that you do that. We are on our podcast here, and uh, we thank our many sponsors who make this possible, including Blue Springs State Farm agent for five decades, Bob Watson, longtime friend of the program. He's ready to quote you a rate. Um, surprisingly great rates at State Farm right now. And this is a guy whose staff will take care of you. You know, Kurt, I get phone calls all the time. And, and because, you know, I've got one of these handy-dandy new um, smartphones and all that, a Galaxy S22, I think is what I have now. Um, it, if it's a scam likely call, it'll come up scam likely. And what do you do with a scam likely call? Hang up. <laughs> but then I'll get phone calls from people, you know, a number. And I'm like, I don't know. Maybe it's somebody I know. And so I answer. And the tell is like if there's like dead silence for a second. Yeah. And then it goes, boop. Yeah. And then, you know, hello. To whom am I speaking? You know, it's like, okay, fine. Usually if it's a pre-recorded message, it it is triggered by your voice. So you yeah. say hello the first time and yeah. it doesn't trigger. And then you say hello a second time and then it plays an automated message. Yeah. Well, I got one of those right before we started taping the podcast. And it was somebody who wanted me to check my rates on insurance. It's like, I don't know who the hell you are. I know who Bob Watson is. Yeah, Don't and you listen to the podcast? I know. We're covered. Bob Watson has <laughs> taken care of my family for nearly 30 years. He'll take care of you as well. 816-229-7878. Auto, home, life, commercial insurance. Licensed in both Kansas and Missouri. 
Bob Watson, State Farm agent, longtime friend and sponsor of Dale Carter's America. Uh, there are many, many ways that you can join what we're doing here on Dale Carter's America. And Kurt, this is where you usually jump in and tell them how. It is usually where I do that. And one of the ways that you can do it is by watching us on YouTube. If you're doing that right now, we thank you very much. And we're also on Rumble is the other place you can catch the video podcast. We have some clips that we'll be playing today. So make sure you subscribe, like, leave a comment, tell your friends, all that good stuff. And then uh, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, and we're, we're pretty active on both of those. We just had like our best week on Facebook ever. Uh, yeah, explain reached... that because I, you sent me that and it's like, wow, that's a big number. Yeah. But I don't know what it means. What does it mean? <laughs> so we reached 100,000 people on Facebook last week, which is a, a benchmark for us. So hopefully those people that are seeing our posts will, will uh, actually check out the podcast and subscribe and all that stuff. So we thank you for all of the new people. If this is your first time checking us out, uh, welcome to the Dale Carter's America Nation, and uh, we appreciate you uh, being here. And share, yep. share, 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 because what we're talking about are common sense solutions to what we're going through today, and common sense is something that's very lacking in America right now. We have a store these days. We've got t-shirts. We have coffee mugs. Am I still in reverse? No, no, no. You're good. Okay, we're good to go. Yeah. So this is uh, Tammy Ash is working with us, making T-shirts and coffee mugs. I ran into my longtime friend Jennifer Bryan, and it's funny, you know, you don't realize the impact that you're having on people. I had no idea that she was a listener of the podcast. She cornered me at a birthday party we were at Saturday night, and she was just like talking my ear off about the podcast. And she's like, you know, I want to get a T-shirt. Uh, I know yours was white, but but I want a dark one. So, Tammy, if you're listening, uh, Jennifer Bryan would like a dark T-shirt with our logo on it. There you go. So get to work on that. Okay, so we've covered the uh, huge milestone, uh, which is awesome. We thank you for being with us. We have a brand new sponsor that we want to uh, welcome for the very first time today, the folks at Clay Como Shooters. Clay Como Shooters. You can find them on 69 Highway in Clay Como. Uh, ClayComoShooters.com is their awesome website. I spent some time on that uh, earlier today. You can shop firearms. Um, you, they've got a range there. Uh, they've got memberships available. They'll train you as a non-law enforcement person on how to protect yourself. They will train law enforcement. So, you know, if you're working for a department and you need some training, Clay Como Shooters will take care of you. They've got pistols, rifles, ammo, and accessories. 816-452-4867. Clay Como Shooters is a new sponsor on Dale Carter's America, the podcast. And I know, Kurt, I mean, you're a shooter. You've got some ideas on how we might have some fun on video up there. Oh, yeah. I guess we're going to go up there and do some stuff, right? Yeah, I've got tons of ideas. We, we need to expose Dale's lack of firearm knowledge, so we're going to go do that at Clay Como And Shooters. I'm okay with that, <laughs> you know, because I'm a, a Second Amendment kind of a guy. I just I don't have them in my house because I worry about, you know, somebody getting hurt with a gun in my house. And I come into Westport every day and always have my head on a swivel because you never know what in the hell is going to happen down here. Yeah. Um, and I just, I, I worry that adrenaline would kick in and I'd end up shooting myself in the foot, you know, like <laughs> Barney from uh, Mayberry. Um, I, I don't know. Well, that's so, what training's for, Dale. You got to go shoot, you know, and, and get accustomed hey, to the, the tool. I'm know? open to it. This yeah. building's been broken into, I don't know how many times, and we're not moving anytime soon. Yeah. So we're going to be stuck here for, for the long haul. 
call. So, uh, Clay Como Shooters, thank you so much for being involved here with Dale Carter's America. Quick update on Truman County. You know, that's the effort that, that I am leading to take the eastern suburbs out of Jackson County. Um, I had a lunch meeting with Jeff Coleman, state representative, on Friday, um, and it's moving forward. It's moving forward on a couple of different tracks, and when we get to a point where we can have big events and get and, – and it's registered voters who are going to have to sign this petition. Registered voters in Jackson County. So if you are not a registered voter and you live in Jackson County and you listen to this podcast and you want the hell out of Jackson County, you need to register to vote because we need to have registered voters uh, to get on this petition. It's only going to take 100 signatures. I'd like to have thousands of signatures. Yeah. I dream of going into that chamber and just putting down like a phone book in front of these people saying the people of eastern Jackson County want to leave. Yeah, definitely the more that we can get, the more weight that it will carry, I yeah. think. So that's coming, you know, and we're putting together kind of a gray matter group uh, because once this happens, let's be optimistic. If we get this done... You know, we're going to have to form a county. We're going to have to have a charter. We're going to have to have a government, a functioning government. You can't just say, hey, we want to leave and there's no plan. Mm -hmm. You know, so that's there's a lot going on behind the scenes. But I, I definitely wanted to update you on uh, all of that. So um, we thank some more of our sponsors here before we jump into the meat of the podcast. And we do have some politics to talk about and different things that are, uh, are going on here. Medicare Simplified KC, Kirk Doris's company. Man, if you are about to turn 65, this is a no-brainer for you because the government uh, programs that you qualify for, you know, Medicare in particular, is very confusing. Medicare Simplified KC is just that. Kirk's team will sit down with you and go over all of the options on what's best for you. There are a lot of different options because there are a lot of different people and how they are going to look at retirement. Uh, so get the customized version from Kirk Doris and MedicareSimplifiedKC.com. They help you They help you determine the most cost-effective ways to fill the holes of Medicare, and uh, there's no cost to you. They'll even come to your house. Um, 816-701-6661, that's the phone number, 816-701-6661, on the web at MedicareSimplifiedKC.com. Funhouse Pizza has been with us since nearly the beginning. And, you know, we talk about Truman County a little bit. Jim Dingman is, like, ready to go. So we know that there will be two Truman County events at the Funhouse Pizza locations, uh, both in Blue Springs and Lee Summit. You can find them on 7 Highway in Blue Springs, 50 Highway in Lee Summit. Uh, great pizza, cold, cold drinks, uh, tremendous family-oriented atmosphere if, you, if you're doing like a pizza party uh, for whatever you got going, the, the baseball team, the football team, um, whatever you have. They've got, they even have rides. Look at that. They've got rides. I didn't get to ride that when we did the deal there. <laughs> yeah, he probably wouldn't let me ride it. Yeah. You know, I saw, and I posted this on the uh, Facebook page, um, somebody in Texas, I guess, they're in a little bit of trouble, hot water, because for their men's and women's restroom, they put up a picture of Bruce Jenner for the men mm. and Caitlyn Jenner for the women. I saw that. And, you know, there was some pushback on that. And my comment on that was, you know who would laugh hardest on something like that is Bruce Jenner slash Caitlyn Jenner. Don't you think? Uh, you don't think Kate, I think Caitlin's got a sense of humor. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. So, there you go. There, there you, you have go. it. And, and Dingman says no. He says I've already got clowns at my well, place. I, I don't need that. But here's the thing. In this picture, though, where do the women go? 
Well, (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave it. I'll leave it there. Okay, we'll leave it there. You you make the choice on that. All right, Joey B. Update. Let's jump right into the politics here because it's just getting weirder and weirder and weirder. Um, You know all the stuff with Hunter, which we're going to get into, and Joe Biden too, and Peter Ducey. God love him. He is the Sam Donaldson of his generation. Remember how Sam? Well, you don't because you're too young. But back when Reagan was president. Sam Donaldson was like a thorn in, the, in Ronald Reagan's side. Mm. Now, Ronald Reagan handled it a whole lot differently than Joe Biden does. R- Ronald Reagan would just sm- smile and laugh, and he goes, well, there you go again, Sam. There you go again. Um, Biden, on the other hand, is a grumpy-ass old man. Yeah. Roll this clip. There's this testimony now where one of your son's former business associates is claiming that you – we're on speakerphone a lot with them, talking business. Is that what? I've never talked business in anybody. And I, I know you'd have a lousy question. Well, what do you, it's, why is that a lousy question? Thank because you. it's not true. It's a lousy question. Thank you. It's not true. It's, this test. <laughs> it's not true. So <laughs> with that as the backdrop, okay, more and more stuff is coming out about this. Um, the Justice Department on Friday pulled a fast one. So David Weiss is this guy who, and, and all of the liberal media out there, you know the first line they say about David Weiss? Trump-appointed prosecutor. Oh, great. Yeah, that's what they say. Trump-appointed prosecutor David Weiss. Now, <laughs> the, the backstory on that was he was already in the Justice Department, he was up for renomination, and the Democrat senators in Delaware brought him forward, and as a courtesy... President Donald Trump signed off on it. You know, that's how these things happen. The senators from the state recommend somebody, and unless they're a pedophile, you know, they're probably going to get appointed. So this is not somebody from Donald Trump's list of Supreme Court nominees. Right. This is not somebody vetted by the Republicans. So take that horse shit and shove it where the sun don't shine and stop starting every story with Trump-appointed prosecutor David Weiss. So here's the fast one. David Weiss tries to make this thing go away, right? You remember they had the sweetheart plea deal, and they took it before a judge, the judge who was a Trump-appointed judge, and she looked at it and she said, something doesn't smell right here. I can't believe we're going to do all of this. And so she sent it back. So now they've got a problem. They couldn't get rid of the deal in court, so... Merrick Garland goes out in front of the public on Friday and announces that, oh, David Weiss, you know, the prosecutor who was appointed by Trump, he's going to be a special prosecutor. So now it's going to be a special prosecutor on Hunter Biden. Now, the net effect of all of this, they're going to bury this thing like a cat turd. At least they're going to try to. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure that's been the the plan this whole time. It's very clear that the Justice Department is politicized and they're playing favorites. They're going after Trump. They're sleeping Hunter Biden under the rug and all the the uh, Biden corruption under the rug. So, but I, you know, again, I've said this before on this podcast and on Facebook and all that. To me, it's not about Hunter Biden. It's about the road that leads to Joe Biden. Right. And they are trying to divert traffic off the road that leads to Joe Biden. Now, what may happen here is. You know, be careful what you wish for because you might get it. Now that they've cleared the whole Hunter Biden thing while they're burying it so that they'll not talk about it, now the Joe Biden question uh, comes into play more. First impeachment article has been filed by a Florida Republican. Is it Greg Stubbe? 
Stuby. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Greg Stuby, and he may have gotten a little over his skis here by going ahead and filing these um, impeachment articles. Uh, but it's it's the I word is definitely out there on Capitol Hill. Yeah. We got a little clip. Want to watch? Sure. Yeah, so you, you laid out a, a great case uh, for a, a number of different crimes, and you laid the factual predicate for those crimes. Uh, and tomorrow I intend on filing impeachment resolution on Joe Biden for bribery, uh, for extortion, obstruction of justice, fraud, uh, financial involvement in drugs and prostitution, all of these things. You just touched on the highlights of some of those, but we have all the facts and evidence now. And in the beginning of this Congress, Republicans wanted to make sure that we did the investigations, that we got the information before the American people. You have witness testimony. You have financial records. You have the laptop. You have text messages. You have phone conversations. You have all of this evidence now to corroborate and support impeachment articles against the president. And I intend on filing those tomorrow on all of these corruption and bribery charges that uh, you just hit the top of the iceberg on. You know, bribery is one of the actual things spelled out in the Constitution that you would impeach somebody for. Mm. Um, not a phone call to a Ukrainian leader with 15 other people listening in on the phone call. That's what got Donald Trump impeached the first time. Bribery is definitely one of the biggies. Yep. And, you know, money coming into these people. And the question that no one can answer for me Please, if you can, answer it. Answer it on Facebook. Answer it to me. I don't care how you reply. How did a man who spent his entire career in the Senate and eight years as vice president, where he never made more than $200,000 a year, where are all these millions coming from? What is their business? What do they do? I mean, we know what we do. We do a podcast, and it's got a big audience now. Um, that's what we do. Um, you know, Donald Trump builds hotels. That's what Donald Trump does. So, I mean, you know, did his family uh, eat at the trough there a little bit and, and maybe get more things built because he was president? Probably. I mean, that's the way the world works. But what is the Biden business? If you can define that for me, I would love to hear it. Because, you know, he's spending weekends at his Delaware beach house, millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. They have millions of, of dollars in the bank. I mean, they've got all this money. Where did it come from and what is their business? Why is that a hard question to answer? Yeah, it's not. So are you are you in favor or opposed to impeach articles of impeachment? <sighs> well, I've been on both sides of this, haven't I? Um, I mean, I worry about it. Because if you look at the bench, you got Kamala Harris, so it gets worse than Joe Biden. Um, and impeachment in the House, I mean, maybe that's the answer because they've got um, Trump like shackled with all of these indictments where he's going to be spending the entire campaign in this courtroom or that courtroom. I mean, maybe, maybe that hurts Biden's chances for reelection. I'm not sure what the answer is. I just know that we're in very strange times right now. It just seems like, uh, and I, I see both sides of it too, but it just seems like Republicans are, we talk about this all the time, just kind of like professional losers. You know, yeah. it's like the, the Democrats get power and they're like, we're going after him. Like, we're going after Trump. He's going to jail. Clearly. We, we don't care what, you know, <laughs> we don't care what uh, charge we have to, you know, inflate or make up. We're going to go get him. And then as soon as Biden comes in and we have real evidence of serious corruption, and foreign influence and all these things, well, then all of a sudden Republicans are like, oh, well, it would look bad, you know, if he if we impeached him or or, oh, do we we don't want uh, President Kamala Harris, do we? And it's just excuses. You know, we just immediately start getting excuses. And 
I just don't like that. You know, it, it just comes across as weak. So maybe we need to start putting our money where our mouth is. I mean, if we get President Kamala Harris, is that really much worse? I mean, and then, you know, is she going to then we can p- impeach her, too. Who cares? You know, well, if we get her, then, of course, voting against her is racist because that's play number one. Yeah, I, I get your point. I take your point, And I just, you know, let's just keep reporting what's happening. Yeah. And, yeah. And you got the first impeachment articles. And then it's like, don't look over here because this is going on over here. Have you noticed they've gone after Clarence Thomas a lot lately? Mm-hmm. The Supreme Court justice. Mm-hmm. They want oversight of, of Clarence Thomas because he took a Super Bowl ring from Jerry Jones when the Cowboys won the Super Bowl. Okay, when any team wins the Super Bowl, how many freaking jerseys and and things does the president get? You know, which they never keep. They just donate it to their presidential library or whatever. And the whole ring thing was a joke because it was it was not a ring like what the players get. It probably was a ring kind of like what I get as a staff member of the Chiefs. And I think my ring was like $1,000. I mean, you're not talking about a huge thing here. And does he have rich friends that he goes to visit, hangs out with, goes on hunting trips with? Sure he does. Scalia did the same thing. I mean, now all of a sudden, that's a huge, huge deal. It's only a huge deal because we're talking about Joe Biden and we're sniffing around on the deals that they have. So it's whataboutism, right? What, so what is exactly the problem with this? I don't know. I mean, you know, and... Was there, like, was there a, a Supreme Court case that was involving Jerry Jones that was happening around the time that he gave him a, uh, a Super Bowl ring? No, Is they that what just they're think, claiming? They just think that, you know, taking anything for a Supreme Court justice, any kind of a trip, any kind of a trinket, it's just, it's unseemly. Um, I'm sure they're applying the same scrutiny to the Biden family, right? And to themselves yeah. in Congress, <laughs> you know. Give me um, a break. Yeah. So read the Constitution. You don't have oversight of the Supreme Court, Okay. You could impeach. You want to impeach? You want to go down that road? Let's see how that works out for you mm-hmm. because I don't think you've got it. Uh, but the, all it is is obfuscation 101. You got this going on Biden, so now we got to bring up um, Clarence Thomas. And, and it's so hypocritical. And you touched on this briefly, and we'll get to it here in, in the next section, and that's the Donald Trump. Um, what's going on with Donald Trump and all that. But first, I want to thank the folks at Royal Roofing and Solar. Again, uh, proud to have them as part of our big podcast here. Uh, they do the roof over my house. And I got to tell you, I got a letter from Evergy, and I'm not going to have my house that much longer. And, and there are some costs up front that if, if, you're gonna, if you're in your forever home, this message is something you need to hear, and that's turning your home into an energy-producing plant. Okay, you can do that. Evergy sent me a letter. Are you an Evergy client? Yeah. Okay, did you get the letter about how they're going to be doing special rates for 4 p.m. to 8 p.m.? Yeah, I think I remember vaguely. And you have to sign up for whatever you think is best. Trust me, there is no option that does not end with your rates going up and you getting screwed by Evergy. That's the way of the world. Uh, As long as we have Democrats making policy and – making energy production in this country a sin unless it's solar or wind. Now, solar will help your house. Can you run an economy on it? I don't think so. Wind? I don't think so. 
I think we still need to have an all-in energy policy that Joe Manchin has talked about, the Democrat from West Virginia, who is leaning closer and closer to at least becoming an independent. I, maybe we could snag that guy as a Republican. I don't know. Uh, but Royal Roofing and Solar, the reason I bring that up is because not only will they do the roof on your house, but Mike Dale at uh, Royal Roofing and Solar, he is the solar expert. And they'll They'll tell you everything you need to do to go through it and how it can benefit your house. So call the guys at Royal Roofing and Solar, 816-540-7057. They've got tax credits, grants for small and rural business, ag producers too. They know their stuff. They're not fly-by-night. They're going to take care of you at Royal Roofing and Solar. And while you're looking for things that you ought to be doing, if you're 45 or older, you need to be getting your colonoscopy. No ifs, ands, or buts. This is a great preventative screening that will save your life. If you've got early stages of colon cancer, we can get that fast. We can get that quick, and we can save your life. Now, if you wait, colon cancer will kill you. Uh, Midwest GI Health and Wellness, MidwestGIHealth.com. They, they're all, it's all in. They've got one-stop shopping for you to get the colonoscopy. It's painless. And if you've got some polyps, they're going to get those tested and come up with a treatment plan. Maybe you got to come back in five years and get the next colonoscopy. If you're clean as a whistle like I was, then you get 10 years before you got to go back and get your uh, colonoscopy. There's no reason to put it off. Insurance will pay for it. Just talk to your GP, your general practitioner, and say, you think it's time for your colonoscopy? Trust me, you're 45 or older, they're going to agree with you. Just make sure you pick Dr. Mark Taramina and his uh, folks at Midwest GI Health and Wellness, 816-836-2200, again on the web at MidwestGIHealth.com. Colon cancer screening, get it done. They have other services there as well that that deal with that area of the body. But again, screening is the first uh, most important thing that you can do to save your life. All right. Donald Trump is still in this thing and he is the leading candidate for president on the Republican side. And if the roles were reversed, I know this to my soul. If the roles were reversed, Democrats would be screaming as they were when Donald Trump made the phone call to the Ukraine. I mean, Joe Biden wasn't even a candidate at that point, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, well, he might be a candidate for president, and we don't live in a banana republic where we arrest our political opponents. Mm-hmm. You yeah. heard all that, right? Oh, yeah. I'm not making that up. It's exactly what they said. And now it's like indictment, indictment. The indictments are coming so fast and furious, who can even keep track? Hey, what is he up to, like, 60 80, 100? I don't even know. Well, I don't know what the total count of the indictments are, but there have been uh, three. He just got his third um, for trying to overturn the 2020 election. Georgia's on the clock. They're probably going to indict him as well because he made a phone call to the Secretary of State the night of the election, and they took a snippet of it. It's, it's out of context, too. That, you know, if he could just find 11,000 votes, he could turn this thing around. They've turned that into, you will find 11,000 votes, or I'll come in there or with else. the FBI and I'll yeah. kick your ass. Yeah. Which didn't happen. Okay, so if Donald Trump got the maximum on everything he's been indicted on, okay, he's facing a maximum of 641 years in prison. That's a lot. And that's without Georgia. Yeah. So, really, flip the rolls. Try and be objective about this. If you were a Democrat, how would you feel if Donald Trump was president and Joe Biden was facing 641 years in prison? Well, they 
they impeached uh, President Trump for simply suggesting that he might do something about Biden's corruption. And this was before Biden was even uh, running for president. You know, he, he was out of office at the time. He was, he was uh, you know, the, uh, the former vice president. So, you know. I don't know where this is going. The first votes haven't been cast yet. The um, first debate hasn't even happened yet. That's coming up quick, isn't it, over on Fox? Yeah, and Trump is kind of... Not one hundred percent on whether he's actually going to participate. What do in you that think? Should I mean you're a Trump guy? What do you think? Should he do the debate? Oh, I think he should just because I mean for the entertainment value. I mean it's it's like you know on par with the Super Bowl for yeah. most entertaining television. So I think he should absolutely do it. Does he need to do it politically? Like if I was one of his advisors, I mean I think it does kind of look weak for him to not do a debate. But I also think that people who are already going to vote for him probably aren't going to care. It's not like a make or break kind of thing. He he kind of opens himself up for attack, you know, if he if he does a debate. Uh, he is the front runner by far right now, you it's know. Not DeSantis, even close. DeSantis is floundering. Yeah. Uh, so I don't I don't know if he really needs to do it politically speaking, but I certainly want him to just so I can, you know, watch it. I heard that Fox executives went to Donald Trump at his place in New Jersey and begged him to be on this debate mm. just because, you know, it, uh, for the ratings yeah. that Fox News would get. And since they fired Tucker, I guess their ratings are kind of going the other way. <laughs> yeah, they'll take the ratings wherever they can get them. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, the first votes haven't been cast yet. I don't know where this is all going to go. Um, but the real the real question is, is Donald Trump worried? And, and I don't think he is. Do we have the clip where he basically says he's one indictment away? Yeah, I, I got it right here. Every time they file an indictment, we go way up in the polls. We need one more indictment to close out this election. One more indictment, and this election is closed out. Nobody has even a chance. We've already defeated the Republicans. Can you imagine if he won another term as president? I mean, the left, they wouldn't have any hair left. The hair would all be gone. It would just burn off of their skulls. Their heads would all explode, and... Then what? They'd have mean, to make up new things to indict him for. They'd have to, you know, create like, uh, I don't know, Diet Coke laws or something like that. What's the over-under on how many times he would be impeached in a second term? Because <laughs> he's already been impeached twice, five? which is the record. Maybe five. You think so? Uh, over The over-under is five, so okay, we can bet higher or lower there, than that. But could yeah. be. Yeah. Over, the okay. most indictments, more indictments than any other president <laughs> ever in history. And then, you know, Donald Trump being Donald Trump, and, and, you know, on a serious note, here's my issue with Donald Trump. because And I had this discussion with um, Jeff Coleman. Jeff Coleman's a big Donald Trump guy. Mm-hmm. And he was talking about, you know, his race coming up for state Senate and how he's understood as a Republican that he can't just win with his base. This is Jeff Coleman talking. You know, he's like, I got to have the middle, too. If I've got the middle and my base, I'm going to win easily. And all she's got over here is the fringe left. And I said, you're making my argument about Donald Trump because Donald Trump has a very large and loyal following. Mm-hmm. All right. He doesn't have the middle. He didn't have the middle in the 2020 election because they had made the decision to move on. How do you think, unless you are a black helicopter and think that somehow Joe Biden stole the election, which I don't, he got more votes. He got more votes than FDR. He got the most votes in American history. 
Why is that? Maybe there was a big portion of this country that had seen the clown show for four years and they wanted normal. They bought into Joe Biden being normal. Now, we've got two and a half years that shows that was a big freaking mistake. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the time of the election, I think the calculus the voters made was, here's this normal guy. He's been in the Senate. He was vice president. Yeah, he's a little weird. He sniffs people. You know, he has people... You know, petting his leg in the pool and all that. He's a weirdo, but, you know, he's normal. He's going to bring normal back, and normal is what we need. That's why the election went that way. Aside from the sniffing kids, he's normal. And the dementia. He's a little creepy. (laughs) He's a little creepy. So I told Coleman, I said, you're making my argument here. Because how does Donald Trump – because he's got his base on that side – and he's he's being Donald Trump. He's already taking the Republican base and segmenting it. Mm-hmm. And, and as evidence, I, you have a clip because the question is: Is Christie Christy a fat pig? Who's good? No, no, Christie's he's eating right now. He can't be bothered. <laughs> Sir, please do not call him a fat pig. That's very disrespectful. Don't call him. <laughs> See, I'm, I'm trying to be nice. Don't call him a fat pig. You can't do it. You can't do that. So now, because you're not allowed to do that, and therefore uh, we're not going to do it, okay? We want to be very okay. civil, right? We're not going to do it, okay? We're not going <laughs> to call him a fat pig. How many times did Trump call him a fat pig in that clip? Well, then he came out with a truth social post, too, that was like, uh, somebody in the audience called Chris Christie a fat pig, and I would never, I would never call him a fat pig. It's like, but he starts the clip by saying, "Ah, Chris Christie's not here; he's probably eating somewhere." So I mean, so funny. It's a weight joke, and and yes, he's funny, and yes. I but mean, here's the thing, Dale. Here's the thing, and we've talked about this yeah. before. Chris Christie started it. Okay, he. If you remember when when Trump ran in 2016, well, we could pull the receipts. Chris Christie was like all over him. He was he was the first guy that was like, I was the first governor to support Donald Trump. I'm behind Donald Trump 100% because he wanted some kind of cabinet appointment or something like that. He was buddy-buddy kissing his ass. Now, the tables have completely turned and Chris Christie at every campaign event he's doing is saying, Donald Trump's dangerous. He's he's the worst ever. We can't have him in there because he's running against him. Yeah. So Trump is accurately and and in a lighthearted and funny way not just, you know, making fun of his weight, but pointing out the fact that this guy is totally disloyal and is now throwing him under the bus. So, yeah, he's going to come after you. All right. That's so what, what happens. Did, what did DeSantis do to him? Because in that same clip earlier on, he talks about Ron DeSanctimonious. Yeah. I mean, what did DeSantis not do to him? Not the best nickname, I have to say. Well, it's not. I think he, but I think he can do What better. did he do? What, what did uh, DeSantis do? How was he disloyal other than running for president? Yeah, I mean, I think in, in Trump's view, that is the that is the... The, the slight, you know, is that okay. it's, not, it's not his time. So Trump has 35%, a 35% lead among Republicans. Mm-hmm. Okay. That means DeSantis has some supporters, including yeah. me. I like the guy. Mm-hmm. I, I would love to so see him I. as president. I like him too. And it irritates me when he makes fun of him. So, again, the, the people in the middle are who we're talking about, and that's what really worries me moving forward. So this, uh, this 2024 election is shaping up to be a shit show like we have never seen in American politics. Yeah. I mean, it's not just about Trump. I, I, I think just kind of in general, I'm not sure if like running to the middle is, is really effective. We live in very dangerous times right now. I mean, crazy, crazy times. There's a lot of really 
wild shit happening in our country. And I think what people need is like a real alternative, you know, and, and you can look back at uh, you were using historical examples uh, from previous elections. Look at what happened with Ronald Reagan, you know, after Jimmy Carter, the country was looking for an alternative. Right. And he came in and won in a landslide. Right. And then he ran for reelection and won 49 states. So, uh, you know, I think that's more of the approach that I would like to see is, is we need a real alternative. Don't worry about, you know, the, the moderates or the middle, you know, present an alternative and give people the choice and those, and then people will choose between, you know, what is available. Well, my opinion is the 2020 election was Donald Trump's to lose and he lost. Um, and this is Joe Biden's election to lose. And he should lose because he's losing on every front that matters. When you look at any policy issue, I don't know how anyone, I don't know how a uh, reasoned Democrat, and I know they're out there, I don't know how you defend what's happened in this country, what continues to happen in this country. Um, How do you defend it? Please show me how you defend it. Other than, well, Trump, well, Trump. Because I know that's one of your plays. I mean, that's what you go to. It's like, well, Trump did that. Forget Trump for a second. How do you defend anything that has happened in this country since Joe Biden took over? I don't think you can. Yeah, don't ask me. Yeah, and heads will explode if Donald Trump wins. And, and it, it could be, uh, you know, uh, I wonder about the times that we live in now. And I just wonder what would happen if he won. You know, and the other thing is, if he won... It would only be a one term. I mean, he's not running for re-election, so he could pretty much do whatever he wanted to do, right? right Without right. worrying about politics. I don't know that he worried about politics a lot when he was president. Yeah. I do mean, you think he did? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah? yeah. All right. So, Bob Watson, again, we thank you so much for being part of Dale Carter's America. And if you have not called Bob yet, uh, you should right now. Uh, get a rate quote from Bob Watson, State Farm agent. He's ready to help you at 816-229-7878. Auto Home Life commercial insurance, boats, licensed in both Missouri and Kansas. He's a Blue Springs guy, but that doesn't mean anything because he can take care of you on both sides of state line, and uh, he has a lot of clients on the Kansas side as well. He's ready to help uh, solve your insurance needs with a wonderful staff there. Uh, They all speak English. Uh, When you call, you get an answer, um, and they're not going to call you and pester you on the phone. You call them. When you need them, you call them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is always there. And uh, Bob Watson, again, has been taking care of my family for nearly three decades. He's served Eastern Jackson County for five decades. Ready to help at 816-229-7878. Since we were talking about the election and the shit show that it's going to be, we might as well end with what brown can do for you. And it's not really brown, the color of poop, but it's the color of the uniform. There's two disturbing uh, pieces of economic news that I want to wrap this into as well. I don't know if you saw this or not, Kurt, last week, uh, but Americans are cashing out their 401ks at a record pace. And that's disturbing because that money is supposed to be there for your retirement. And I don't know if you want to answer this or not, but are you part of the 401k plan here? Uh, No comment. Yeah. Most people aren't. I mean, I've seen the list. It's a very short list of people who are in the 401k plan. And there, there is a very large generation of people who really have no retirement plan. And I've talked to my kids about this. It's like, you know, one of the keys to having a successful retirement is starting earlier than you ever thought. And then leave that money alone. 
But because of the economy right now, it's a great economy. This is Joe Biden, Bidenomics. I can't even say that. Bidenomics. It's going so great right now that people are robbing their nest egg in order to pay for it. And couple that with the first time ever credit card debt in this country has hit $1 trillion. So just like the government living on a credit card, Americans are living on a credit card. A trillion dollars in credit card debt and rated 401ks just in order to get by in Joe Biden's America. That's where we are right now. Now, I use that as a backdrop to talk about Brown, Brown being UPS in this story. Um, they averted a strike at UPS, right? The Teamsters got them a great deal. Right now, an average salary for a driver of UPS, the people who drive through your neighborhood and drop off a package, and God love them, I want people to make as much money as they can. The average salary, including benefits, is now $170,000 a year crazy 170 that is more than a member of congress makes and you can get that by being a ups driver now of course i always want to know the next story now when i ship something ups how much is that going to cost me hold on uh i'm filling out a job application give me a <laughs> second <laughs> well and i said on the air this morning on my show i mean god i wonder if i could do this show while driving a ups truck you know and, and <laughs> yeah. really make bank and then i thought about it you know my wife has a really good job but she doesn't make one hundred and seventy thousand dollars a year i said i think you'd look great in a pair of brown shorts <laughs> what do you think what'd she say to that well you know we probably can't print that she's from <laughs> cass county and all that um but it's it's interesting don't you think that's interesting and and what we never think about, and you know, I grew up as a union kid three different ways, Kurt. You know, my dad was in the Teamsters. No, I'm sorry, no, my dad was in the uh, the Electrical Workers Union. My mother was in the Teamsters, which was a really weird fit because she was a secretary for the Credit Bureau, but the, but the Credit Bureau was represented by the Teamsters in Evansville, and of course, my stepfather was in the Fraternal Order of Police. So a union kid three different ways. And I will never forget, my dad, for his entire career, worked at Whirlpool Corporation in Evansville. They made you know, refrigerators, air conditioners, freezers, that kind of stuff. And they were a militant union. Okay, They would go on strike all the time, I remember, as a kid. And my dad would always tell me, that company is screwing us, right? And, and I was in college at that time, and I was a Reagan kid, right? I'd voted for Ronald Reagan. He was the first vote I ever cast for president. And I was really coming into being a conservative. And I tried to explain to my dad, you know, at some point, that union's going to be tired of you guys going on strike, and they're going to pick up and they're going to move to Mexico, and he told me, ah, never happened. Never happened. We're always going to be here. Well, now when I drive to my hometown of Evansville, I drive past the vacant Whirlpool plant, which is now in Mexico. I guess really? I was right about that. Wow. Um, and those people all lost their jobs. So at some point, there is a breaking point. And, you know, the union got you guys 170 grand. How is that going to work downstream? Because what people don't normally see is, you know, there are economic uh, conditions that, that support or take away from that. You can't just imagine $170,000 right. for delivering packages and it not have an economic impact. Right. Money doesn't grow on trees. No. So just like all of the Biden things that are happening, we ultimately pay the price for it. You know, when prices, you know, when, when he does whatever he's going to do on energy, we pay at the pump. 
You know, when UPS starts paying their drivers $170,000 a year, the price for you to ship something is going to go up. And if it goes up too much, guess what? You're not going to use UPS anymore. Mm -hmm. You're going to use FedEx, mm -hmm. and UPS is going to go out of business. So what I would say is enjoy the money. And I remember early in my career, I think I was making like $13,000 a year doing nights at a top 40 station. And somebody offered me $25,000 a year to move to Indianapolis to do nights on a top 40 station there. And somebody very smart in my life told me, Make sure you can make the money all year long, all right? It sounds good, and if it sounds too good to be true, it might be too good to be true. And with that piece of wisdom from my own dear mother, we wish you well, and we'll see you next week on Dale Carter's America. The views expressed on Dale Carter's America are Dale's and Kurt Wheeler's. They do not necessarily reflect the views of KFKF or Steel City Media. Comments can be sent to dalecartersamerica at gmail.com. Check back for weekly episodes. Subscribe, spread the word, and give us a five-star review. Thanks for being a part of Dale Carter's America.